Once upon a time, Annie was frozen by her anxiety. She could hardly move or see joy anywhere, until one day she realized her own thoughts could thaw her from the inside. Annie began using her thoughts more and more each day until she warmed up. Then she discovered she was living in a beautiful enchanted forest, which she can now fully experience. This is Annie's manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Annie for her 15th interview. I am so excited. Welcome, Annie. Thank you, Cassie. Yes. Ah, oh, so much. I'm going to start here. What's awesome? Um, everything. Everything is awesome. Um, <laughs> my, I would say my relationships, my business. I just got back from a um, trip in wine country and that was really awesome and um, a vacation and I've been traveling a lot and everything is just lovely. Yay. That's amazing. Um, you are really living freedom right now, right? I really am. Yeah, I've been, um, I've, you have, well, I've been home. So I've been traveling for about six weeks and then I've flown home to testify and do things that I need to do. And then I came back to vacation and I've just been being wherever I need to be really effortlessly and easily. And everything has just fallen into place. And, um, yeah, it's really fun. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever think this would be the life you were describing? Um, no, I, well, it's definitely feels like the life I was describing. I didn't see it exactly this way, um, but it sure feels lovely. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> yes. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. So this is, we are recording this uh, January 12th, 21. And mm -hmm. this is right around, you've been in the Enchanted Circle for this will be going on three years, which is awesome. Wow. Your start of three years. I know. <laughs> wow. I hadn't quite realized that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. And so what do you think? So the last time that we did an interview was about three months ago. What's mm -hmm. the biggest shift since then? Because I think even there's been huge shifts in that time. Um, the biggest shift within myself or in my life? Oh, both. Let's hear both. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say the way my brain works. I know I've said that in the past and, and it's just continues to be true. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> my brain is totally different and it just, um, I would say 95% of my energy goes to like gratitude and life being amazing and, um, everything just falling into place and being able to really see like my perception of what is, is linked in, this positive vein that just all the positive things in my life are like magnified and reflected and very little of my brain goes to worrying or feeling guilty or feeling beating myself up um 
most of my brain power goes to nurturing and feeling comfortable and uh, in awe. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. I love that. So I have a question and then I have another question. My first question is, were you a person, one of the things that you mentioned first was like, I'm so in gratitude. Were you a person who um, like had a gratitude practice or a gratitude journal before? Yeah. Yeah. How is it different? I'm guessing it's different. Maybe it's the same. It is different. No, it's different. And I've spent some time thinking about that because I've had a gratitude practice for 20 years before. Like I, it was something I've been in kind of law of attraction world and positive psychology for years and yoga and all of that. (laughs) But something about this practice with you has made it sink in deeper and made it more like from a gratitude journal where I'm journaling and it's on the outside of me to where this is like every cell in my being, every cell in my body feels this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. <laughs> it makes total sense. And I, And for anyone listening, like, even if you don't know how to get there, that is where you want to be, where it's coming from that inside, not that outside place. Yeah. Um, Like I, I was doing it because I knew it was good to be grateful and thankful. And I knew that it was backed in research and all of that, that (laughs) it's a good practice. And, but it didn't, like, there was a connection that I didn't feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that connection because that's totally it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cut you off there a little bit, but oh no, you're perfect. (laughs) Um, And so that brings me to my next question because one of the, uh, I'm guessing that the reason you stayed longer, you just extended your trip because you could, uh, Mm -hmm. was to take um, a course that you just took, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just completed, well, it's a three-part course. I completed the first part. It was 23 hours of training and um, it just felt great to be here. And my son went went hiking with my dad and my mom and did a lot of, went to the movies and um, just did a lot of stuff with them. And I could really be focused and plugged into my course and it just worked out perfectly. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Oh, I had a question about that doing it. Oh, would you share? And then I want to come to, I want to talk about the brain and what you've learned and all of that as well. But mm-hmm. would you share how like the learning experience, cause you shared this yesterday and it was so cool because I totally get it about how even being in a 23 hour training is different because of who you are. Yeah, it was, I really, my experience was so different. Um, before I had a bit of educational, um, for lack of better word, like trauma or negative beliefs mm-hmm. about education and learning. And um, so I would get really nervous going up to a training. I would, I had all of these channels of thought that I would go down that did not feel good at all. And <laughs> Um, and that's a new word I learned in the training. I like that. That, <laughs> that, um, that really makes a lot of sense to me. And so, so much of my self and I would be worried about all these different things. And then 
Um, and then I would go to the training. I would learn a lot. It would be great. Kind of great, but anxious. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Anxious. Great. Right. It was great, but I was still anxious. That is such a good way to describe that. I'm sure people will relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It's because it's like, not like my life was bad before, but right. so much of it was like wiry, like, um, a, a kind of holding my breath and no nervousy kind of feeling, mm-hmm. um, and great, but like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, yeah. And so, um, I, I think, where were we going with that train of thought? <laughs> oh, where we were, <laughs> we were going with what was the experience different in a 23 hour training because of how you're different. Oh yes. Thank you. Um, I, so I, a few of those uh, old kind of channels would pop up and then I would go, it's all going to work out great. It'll be fun to see how this all comes together. Like if my old channel and it's like, it's funny, it's like I can see the shadow of it. And I, but I don't feel it. Like I can see what it would be like, oh, what is Leo going to do while I'm in class for 23 hours? I'm such a horrible mother because he's going to be in front of the television. Well, well, and I'm going to be at this training, but the training is going to be great. <laughs> so that's, but I could see like a shadow of that, yeah. but it didn't even come into thought. Does that make sense? It's like, yes. I could see, but instead it was like, oh, this is a big training. And it was a huge training where before COVID and everything went on virtual, it would have been three, four day periods in New York where I would go there and stay. And I wanted to do this training for years, but I've had all of that. How is that logistically? And then when I signed up for it, I was like, Oh, how is this all going to work out? I was just this knowing, like it's all going to come together perfectly. I'm going to be surprised at how awesome it comes together because everything comes together perfectly. <laughs> and I believe that in every cell of yes. my body, I believe that they're like bigger than my human brain can comprehend is this amazing way things are going to come together and I'm excited to see what it is yes <laughs> it's okay uh, that I can't see it in the moment like I'm okay it's like I don't have to worry it'll all come together then it'll be cool to see yes oh that's amazing and I want to I want to keep going on this but I want to highlight this first because I loved hearing you say it it was like um it's like it's going, it's in the beginning, like you, as we shifted, you would always ask like, oh, I wonder how this is going to work out. Right. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, oh, I'm willing to trust that it will. And now it's like, oh, it's going to work out. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Like there's no, it's just a higher level of that knowing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's so fun to see. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. All right. <laughs> Do you want to share with us some connections you made about the law of attraction and and our neurology and all how it works, the neuroscience? Yeah, um, and I might use kind of different terms and um, I might mix them up, but you'll get what I'm saying. Yeah, that's because <laughs> I, I kind of smoosh all my ideas together. But that's how so I this, am. <laughs> this was a um, EMDR training, and so it was about, and it was attachment-based, trauma-focused Ooh. EMDR about how you take a person um, through the process of having a traumatic and not 
brain injury, but a traumatic memory. And then what happens in the brain when that fires up? And so the memory fires up and then there's all these channels that go attached to that memory. And that memory will um, take you to another memory, which branches off, takes you to another one, which branches off. That's why trauma is so interesting to work with because it's like takes you into all these developmental things that you went through because there's always a link somewhere, usually pretty young, where this is all connected. And they show these awesome slides of the brain and the mapping that happens. And so what I started thinking was, uh, what LOA does is not, you know, that kind of focuses around repattering traumatic brain injuries mm-hmm. and or not brain injury, but memories um, and bringing resources to those memories so they can heal. And so then you, that person can heal. Um, but I started thinking with LOA, it's like, so they call those little things channels and what, and I used to call them paths, which, but when I started to think about the channels, so with LOA, what we're doing is firing up these channels that bring us to more possibilities and that are, does that make sense? It's like, and I just started thinking just how cool it is (laughs) and (laughs) like the neurology behind it. Cause so many people will think, Oh, it's woo woo or it's like magic or it's, it's not, it is science and it is linked to neurology and how our brain works and why we can repattern this and make deep changes. It's Mm -hmm. the coolest thing. (laughs) It is the coolest thing. And Annie actually texted me before this and was like, so excited. I'm like, oh, I love this is because it is science. That's always who I've been and known. And like when people, you know, it's not woo woo, like, no, no, they could put this on a brain map. They can study it. They can, you know, lock things in a box and your brain can change what the answers were, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's super fun. What was the, did you have any, um, as you were learning this and putting this together, did you have any visual of like, oh, I started to see this and then this happened and this happened. Did you have anything where you saw it like that you practically applied looking back? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> so, so I'm like, dear listener, you, you've heard, you've heard me talk about billing. <laughs> um, so you paired up as you do in trainings, how you pair up and then you practice the technique on each other. And so I brought up billing and, um, and so <laughs> like how I am with billing and I have made tremendous progress with billing and it still will go back to those old channels like sometimes Mm -hmm. the previous channel was more embedded than the new channel I was wanting to Mm -hmm. to strengthen you know and so I did that and um it was just really powerful it was took me to and then I brought in my so you do what's called resourcing and you bring in the resources that that where that originated needed in order to um, make new channels. You know? mm-hmm. And um, and so that was really fun. And it's already it's um, it'll be fun to see how it plays out consistently in my every month of billing. Yes. <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited for that because you had already made such 
progress. Like, oh, yeah. I'm doing this. And I feel like you even did it early one month or yeah, yeah. October billing was early. Yeah. Um, There's something I haven't quite, I don't know if I've shared with you. Um, I think, so sometimes I would miss deadlines. I think maybe mm -hmm. I've talked to you a little bit about this, a couple different, I'm, I'm really effective at billing for a couple different agencies. And then there's a couple that I would not bill for. And the tally is kind of high of (laughs) the amount that I no longer can bill for. (laughs) And and so, (laughs) and so, and I had some beliefs about like that, about, and what Mm -hmm. that meant about the type of business person I am. And, um, so that was still, those channels were kind of still firing and I, I, it was fun to go and give them some, some juice. <laughs> to awesome. go <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. And the lack, a big difference is the chronic guilt I used to feel about things about it's just gone and it, and that is the most wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, talk about that. Like, what is that? How has that allowed you to be a better better mother, especially like during the last year where that looks a lot different? Like you're a mom who was a kid that was like everyone else, kid who is at home schooling a lot and you have a mm-hmm. business. And so how did that lack of guilt help you just, live happier. Yeah. With grace and ease. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I have to help them log on in the middle of a session and I realize that's not professional, but guess what? But it kind of gives permission for them to do that too. Like that is our lives are very different and it's okay that it looks different and feels different. We're I feel like everyone is trying their best. And if we can add grace and ease to ourself and how we are with ourself, we're sharing that with others. Like, um, and that feels really good. And I, I was feeling guilty for being so happy during this time. (laughs) And, um, and I don't feel guilty. I feel blessed, very blessed. Um, And from this place of just great gratitude, I can really help others during this time too, which feels really good. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love it. Um, What other big shifts should we talk about? Hmm. You're, You're stepping into a role, which I love this. You're actually starting to teach, which whether or not for me, like whether or not this avenue is the way you always teach, I totally see that as your future self, like teaching and growing others and being in that space. And so how have you felt stepping in and opening to that? So good. And it makes me remember being in um, the Peaceful Valley. um, Pleasant Valley, Paradise Valley. Valley. I always confuse. I think it's Paradise Valley. (laughs) I think they should change their name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it reminds me of when we were at that beautiful home and we were walking around and like stepping into our future selves. Mm -hmm. Like, and I could feel that my future self um, 
and I like, like the space of the home allowed me to dream bigger and um, like the space of the ceilings being so tall, you know, and just how beautiful everything was. And um, I could feel myself expanding. And I feel like with teaching, I've taught for a long time. And I would always say, I know this sounds crazy, but la, 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 and then I would teach something. <laughs> <laughs> And now it does not sound crazy. I did not get this information. Like, I don't know, some weird, right. you know, <laughs> like it is like wisdom that I've learned from all my different trainings and books and life. And, um, and now I get to share it and I feel blessed and grateful and confident and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm teaching a couple different things now and um, it's fun to be in this role and to let myself be in this role without apologizing for it first. <laughs> like, yes. um, and I feel like the last couple of years I've been like in my when I text, I would like text and then go hmm, and I would see the words that would take away from my message and then I would remove those words and um but not feel bad about it just like oh yeah that's kind of you know makes it gray or not exactly what I want to say and I feel like that's how it the process has been with my personality is like um I can create I can decide what I want to feel do the things that make me feel like that which really creates the person I am (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love that. And what do you, um, so I think this is an important question for people to hear. What is the benefit to the, those that you are teaching and even interacting with that you don't apologize first, that it's not like, oh, this is crazy. Like, what is the benefit to them? How does that serve them on a higher level? Does that question make sense? It does make sense. Um, like, it's funny because I have this answer that I, I, like, I can't tell if that's, um, I would imagine it makes the information clearer and, and they can absorb it and then they too can own what they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> makes total sense. Right. Because if somebody's like, oh, this is crazy. Like our brain is like well, do I, do you believe that? Like, are you going to believe crazy or not believe the crazy? Right. And so it's more focused on analyzing that and deciding whether to take the information in or not, than it is actually receiving the information and being able to use it. Yeah. It's like, like this image of like, it's like putting, um, this image of like, like putting stuff between the information and what I like and me sharing, like taking down the screen or so makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this question came up, a sec- came up in my mind a second ago. You, you mentioned the Paradise Valley castle. And I love that because I have seen like you, one of the things I know about you is you fully take on, like you took that experience to heart 
the not assignment to heart, right? You did it fully mm-hmm. and I have seen it play out. So it's almost, it's about 15 months since we were in that experience at this point. <laughs> and every time I see the visual, like I'll come across when I'm looking for a picture or something of you in the hammock, like just in this <laughs> relaxed space. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm like, yeah, she just stepped into that for even that moment. And it wasn't a moment, it was a day, but really it's a moment and it has opened up. Um, Anything you want to share about how like having even that, because I know as a coach and that's why we do things like that, because even that moment of being there opens up that new possibility, which opens up the new possibility and the new possibility. Um, Anything about how stepping into that is, you know, paved this way or anything come up when I talk about that and that visual of you in the hammock? Yeah. Um, that, that relaxing and it's just, I keep getting like expansive. It was such an expansive, Mm -hmm. um, time for me and to see what the possibilities are and that because I used to not know what I wanted and then I would like I don't even know what I want like and now like this knowing what feelings I want I know what feelings I want and that I don't have to know exactly what I want I don't um I used to have a kind of fear that I would limit myself or that Mm -hmm. if I got clear and that feeling of being in the hammock and reading and having time to play my flute and having good conversations over wonderful food, like all of that kind of like, yes, I want that. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? It's like made us like, like become part of me. Yes, absolutely. Cause then it's in you. Um, that experience is in you. So it's all, it's whether or not you pull from it immediately, it's always there in your brain and in you to be pulled from. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I know like how, and I think the point I also want to make to listeners is like, it's about how you go into the process. Like you get back out of it, right? When you go in and you fully do the assignment, you fully get this huge ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, is it, kind of, it feels really good to have really dedicated myself to one practice for the last two and a half years. Like, because I would do lots of different things and it feels really good. I've been very consistent. And then there's been times where I haven't, and I used to kind of go, oh man, you only scripted once or whatever. Um, and now it's like, oh, that's what I needed this week. And I trust myself. And if I need to script five times, then I will. And 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 if I feel like, oh, I think it would help be helpful, then I'll do it more. Do you know what I mean? But I don't, mm-hmm. oh man, beat myself up. And I'm like I have a practice that has become really what I stick to and it's really helpful in my life. And it, it just feels really good to get really clear on that and dedicate myself and invest in me and um, yeah, and time and everything. So, Yay. Oh, I love that. Anything else that's awesome that you want to share or on your heart that you want to share as we wrap up today? Yeah, I want to, we've talked about this before, but this last assignment about creating a playlist, yeah. um, I wanted to say how, how just meaningful over 
so this is the third playlist I've made. I made one for the um, Manifest 10K, 10K. Mm-hmm. 10K, and then one for the first group of scripts I did. It was called 2024. And then this one I labeled 2026. And I go through each of my scripts and find a song. And that has been really my fundamental in my shift of my brain. Like I, as I was changing my mindset and choosing those different channels and figuring out where I wanted to go, I would, I recognized how much I was worrying or how much I was doing things that brought me to feelings I didn't want to feel. And Mm -hmm. so instead I would pop my playlist in and, um, and it was, so much more than just listening to music. It was really getting resonating with this new vibration or this new way of being and this new um, intentional thing, part of me that I'm creating. And that, um, and so this one that I'm making, it's funny because it's like, takes me a day to pick out a song. <laughs> and not that that's bad, but it's like really meaningful. It's mm-hmm. very meaningful. And, um, and it's just really interesting to put that much thought into it. And then I know this is a tool I'll be using. And it's because I often feel like with the assignments, they seem so simple, but they're so meaningful and they rewire my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and it's just so it's it's so effective for me. It's so it's just. Yeah. I love that. Yes, they are designed to be simple and yet like do the wiring because so often I think people learn the things, but they don't know how to then there get stuck in the thinking part of their brain of like, Mm -hmm. oh, how do I implement that? Mm -hmm. You know, versus of design the assignments and my intention totally was behind them to kind of sneak around your brain to just rewire it, um, (laughs) you know, and make it easy. And I will say on that, the last time that I did the playlist, it was, it, um, it was, it took me longer than I thought it would as well, because it was really that when you, you know, and it doesn't have to, every, every assignment takes a different time for people because it's the thing that they need. Right. But, um, I could relate to like, yeah, what was that song? How could I find it? And do you want to share your one song? Cause I love, I, I mean, I love Kane Brown. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I do too. I really like, um, it, some of my clients have used different of his songs in therapy and stuff, and then they've rewritten them for And, um, and so my second script, so the assignment is you pick one song for your first script, one song for your second script. So I did the first one. And then my second script was, um, my, uh, ideal vacation or around my birthday and, um, I'll be on a Polynesian islands. And, um, so I kept, I was listening to all this Polynesian music, all these different like islandy songs that have been in my other playlist and, and nothing quite fit. And then, um, the last two days I've woke up with Kane Brown's, um, good as good as you, is good as you, yeah. um, I just wake up and like, like, um, it's it's literally been stuck in my head for two days now. Like when moment I open my eyes and, and it's all about being loved and it's all about, um, like being treasured and, um, and 
it doesn't have an islandy beat at all. But it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect for my script. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, it is perfect. That's what I thought. And I happened to have seen the voice where someone did that song and he actually came in to be like a joint coach on it. And just hearing him describe like why he wrote that and how he feels about his wife and all of those things and how he coached this other person like about what this song, you know, how to, how to, um, it's not acting, how to perform it. Um, yeah, was just, when you put it in, I was like, oh yeah, that, I totally get why that's the song. (laughs) That's where I first heard it. I had not heard it. I'm not a huge country listener. Yeah. And, um, I, I first heard it and it kept coming in my head and I was like, where is this coming from? And so I Googled (laughs) some of the words and found Kane Brown and, um, and then he has some other songs I really like too. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of, it is totally envelops that sense of presence that I want with my partner and I want about myself too. And, Mm -hmm. um, all of my relationships are, are, um, just have a quality. I, I think I can feel the quality that I don't know if I, I don't know if I truly was feeling with all of my feelers. So much was going to worrying. I couldn't feel it. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. If you hadn't said it is, I think listeners would be like, Oh yeah, because you were worrying. Like we've, you know, so much energy was going to there. I doubt all of they couldn't have been working. Right. Because they were working just not for what was giving you the most benefit. Yeah. And it's funny because it wasn't like I looked like a frazzled basket case running around. Like I woke up and meditated. I did yoga four times a week. I worked and I was a therapist and I uh, had a life on the outside, but it's like what's happening on the inside. Was that like (laughs) worrying? (laughs) But like I've created this, um, just deep stillness that feels so good. It feels like a meditation practice every moment. And not that I don't have those moments, but mm-hmm. I see them and then go, oh, is this getting me where I want to feel? Or, yeah, let's go this way. Like that <laughs> idea of the new channels that, and just this really non-judgmental way of, with EMDR, you don't judge the cha- the memories or the feelings mm-hmm. that come up. They just come up. And then they move your body because our body and our minds are programmed to well-being and and so it'll bring us to to that as we let it sift by and and then it's cool because you get to make new channels yes oh that's awesome I love it um since you brought up meditation I'm going to ask one more question as we wrap up do you still meditate as often and does it feel different does it feel like it always did? I'm just, this is my curiosity. I, I've ebbed and flowed with it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm meditating quite a lot. Um, and with all of the last several months, having so much more time at home and not driving so much. And because it is a pretty, um, pressured time mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of my home like, out in the world. Um, yeah. and meditation has been key for me lately um mm-hmm. cultivating that stillness and that I'm meditating a lot right now um awesome. yeah 
Yeah. And then I'll go through times where I don't as much, but I feel like at least every day for at least five, 10 minutes, I'm becoming still because it feels so good. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to get still and go to my breath and go to my heart and just, um, so I'm I, a pretty consistent practice, but it does mm-hmm. shift a little during depending on stuff. Yeah. I love that. And did it always yeah. feel, could you always get as still or is that get deep? Has that gotten deeper for you? That has gotten deeper too. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm having, um, my spiritual practice has gotten so much deeper and I'm no longer worried about, um, I'm not judging my experience. And so my experience has really blossomed that, that I have a relationship with my higher self and my, um, kind of all that is, and that feels so comforting and so good. And, um, I, I feel it on a much deeper level. Like, um, yeah. Yay. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. Um, anything else you want to make sure to share today? Just thank you. Thank you so much. My life is so, so different, so happy. So I really appreciate all of the intention and everything that you put into developing this program because it's, it's phenomenal. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for letting me be a part of your journey and for sharing it with other people. I know that it is going to change many lives and inspire and show. So thank you. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you all for listening and come back to check out what else is awesome in Annie's life next time. Thank you for joining us today. If you are inspired and you're ready to start writing a new money story, a new life story to really pick the pin up and design your happy ever after, go to enchantedlifeu.com. That's enchantedlifeu.com to get started. For any links that we talked about in the show, you can find the show notes at manifestingsuccessstories.com.